From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, February 6th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. With concerns of a potential explosion connected to the train derailment in Columbiana County, Governor Mike DeWine announced at a press conference near the crash site earlier today a plan to begin controlled release of chemicals from the train's tanker cars. The vinyl chloride contents of five rail cars are currently unstable and could potentially explode, causing deadly disbursement of shrapnel and toxic fumes. He also announced the evacuation zone around the crash site has expanded. Following new modeling information conducted this morning by the Ohio National Guard, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine and Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro are ordering an immediate evacuation in a one-mile by two-mile area surrounding East Palestine, which includes both Ohio and Pennsylvania. An official with the railroad explained during the press conference that the controlled release process could take between one to three hours. A Columbus toddler is fighting for her life and homicide has now joined the investigation. Here's more from ONN's Angela Ann. Detectives were called to the hospital Sunday morning for a suspicious injury and a possible neglect case. That child was taken there the night before following reports of a child not breathing. Investigators say the two-year-old was in cardiac arrest and not expected to recover. Police say other children in that home are now under the care of Franklin County Children's Services for the time being. I'm Angela Ann. Jury selection is underway in Columbus for two former Ohio State football players. ONN's Brittany Bailey reports. Both men are accused of kidnapping and rape, and they were charged back in February of 2020. Amir Reap and Johnson Wint both pleaded not guilty to those charges. Court records show after the attack, the woman who made the rape report was then forced on camera to say the sex was consensual. Reap and Wint were removed from the football team once charges were filed. I'm Brittany Bailey. The National Transportation Safety Board has issued a preliminary report on the small plane that crashed in New York State last month, killing two men heading home to northeast Ohio. ONN's Dave James has the story. Initial findings do not yet point to a specific cause, but say the pilot reported a dead cylinder from the engine and loss of oil pressure about 15 minutes after takeoff. He later requested permission to make an unscheduled landing at Westchester County Airport, but crashed two miles short of the runway. Investigators say there was fresh oil on the bottom of the aircraft and in other locations. Killed were the pilot Baruch Taub of Cleveland Heights and passenger Benjamin Chaffetz of Beechwood, both 55 years old. Dave James, ONN News. An Ohio congressman is critical of President Biden's handling of a Chinese spy balloon that crossed the country last week before being shot down off the South Carolina coast on Saturday. Congressman Mike Turner, a Republican from Dayton, heads the House Intelligence Committee. On NBC's Meet the Press yesterday, he said taking the balloon down over the Atlantic was like tackling a quarterback after the game is over because the balloon had crossed the country and completed its mission. Congressman Joaquin Castro, a Democrat from Texas, says the president did his job. President Biden was decisive. He took the military's advice that the best time to do it, uh, mostly because of public safety, was when this thing was over water and it was taken out. China insisted the flyover was an accident and today accused the United States of indiscriminate use of force when the American military shot down the balloon. In suburban Cleveland, a cafeteria worker in the Chardon School District is being called a hero after saving a child from choking. ONN's Lena Lai explains. On Tuesday, January 24th, Park Elementary Cafeteria Monitor Christy Holbert 
jumped into action when she saw a student suddenly appear to be in distress while eating lunch. Well, she administered the Heimlich maneuver with total success. She will be formally recognized at the Chardon Board of Education on Tuesday, February 21st. I'm Lena Lai. Ashes stolen from a car in a Toledo parking lot last week have been returned. ONN's Eric Brown has more. Mike Niles passed away on January 15th, and he asked Parker Hansen to take his estranged 17-year-old son out to appear on Lake Michigan, where he grew up, and spread his ashes into the water. Hansen said he had just picked up Niles' ashes when they were stolen from his car Tuesday at a South Toledo diner. Security footage at the restaurant showed someone passing by his car, pausing for a few minutes, walking to the bus stop, and getting on a bus that drove away. Hansen said the ashes will return Thursday after his plea for their safe return. Eric Brown, ONN News. Cuyahoga County Sheriff Stephen Hammett has given officials a notice of his resignation. Hammett was appointed as interim Cuyahoga County Sheriff last May after Christopher Vyland stepped down following 14 months in the role. Hammett was the seventh person to hold the position of Cuyahoga County Sheriff since a 2010 charter amendment changed the sheriff position from an elected one to an appointed one. There's good news on the health front for Central Ohio. ONN's Tracy Townsend reports. Columbus Public Health says the measles outbreak is over. Two days ago, Central Ohio reached an important milestone. It marked 42 days since the last rash in a confirmed case of measles. That does fit the CDC definition of the end of an outbreak. This does not mean, however, that measles is gone. Public Health says they still have test results pending for some suspected cases. I'm Tracy Townsend. And an adoption and foster care agency based in Lima, known as SAFI, short for Specialized Alternatives for Families and Youth, says the need for foster homes is rising. ONN's Tatiana Cash in Toledo has the story. Ohio requires foster parents to earn enough money to support themselves and have enough room for a child to stay with them. Social worker Abigail Starcher says everyone with a love for kids should look into fostering. Race, ethnicity, background, sexual orientation, none of that matters. It doesn't hold you back. If anything, those things are all an asset to help you understand where a kid could be coming from, honestly. Now, while Safi couldn't say exactly why there's such a growing need for homes, the lasting impacts of the pandemic, as well as continual rise in inflation, aren't helping families who are just struggling to make ends meet. Tatiana Cash from Toledo. Special thanks to our affiliates, WTOL-TV in Toledo, WBNS-TV in Columbus, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.